You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know what it is. You know who it is. It's The Sizzle in the building. That's right, baby. Bigger and better. Always fresher and deafer. You know what? We could be bigger and badder. We would just be bad. I like that. Who's bad? I was doing my dance. I was doing my I need my glove on. You're doing wrong. You're doing wrong. That's, huh. yeah, hey, am okay? I the only? Are you okay? Are am you I? Okay? <laughs> hey, am I the only? Am I the only? I like that one. Am I the only one thing Michael Jackson was constipated when he was singing? Nah, 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 nah. He was he was straight smooth like butter. He was mad. He was mad like Devin Booker and Chris Paul. But before we get ready to talk about what's getting ready to happen called the slap down herd around Phoenix, let's get ready to say to you, hey, thanks for watching. We're glad that you're here. Listen, if you have not subscribed, liked, or shared, please feel free to do so. Hit the button below. Make sure that you are following the content. Make sure that you're leaving commentary so that we know how we're doing and so that we know what you're thinking. That's it. All you have to do is look for us at Iron Skillet Sports. We are the talk of the 219. We are the hottest sports talk around, and it's going to get even hotter in a few more seconds. But remember, all you have to do is hit the button, like, subscribe, and share. And also, look up there for more information and content. Look for old episodes we're posting. It's always new content coming out, so make sure that you're looking, that you're hitting buttons. Make sure that you do it and poke it, and so it makes the sound that's what you have to do. Once you wow, hear that wow. sound, wow. you're ready to get down. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I like it. Once you hear that sound, you're ready to get down. I like it. I think it's going to be great. Anyway, more to the show. Okay, fellas. All right. All right. Let's do it again. Wait, hold on. All right. That was the sound heard. From Phoenix fans all around the world as your NBA <laughs> title hopes are going down wow. the toilet. I mean, and it's going wow. down, down, and down. I'm going down. Oh, it's going down, baby. It's going down. It's going down like Mary J. Bly falling down yeah. some steps high off of a 40. It is really down. Wow. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Let me tell you something. My you championship hopes are turned upside, upside down. Everyone has to do their job. When do your job. Well, it started off in the first quarter with someone doing their job, and then the second quarter came, and then, yeah. Okay. So right now, we're at a position where. Historically, we know 72% of teams that win game five in a seven-game series go on to win the championship, and the last 21 out of 29 teams have gone on to do just that. I don't see any difference coming, but let's see. If anybody sees anything different and they see somehow Phoenix is going to rise from the ashes and hopefully Maya Angelou will help lead them in this charge, they oh, wow. will not rise. <laughs> this is going to be a travel sham mockery. And all I can say is, fellas, before we get ready to just jump right in there, if you have not been watching, if you were taken hostage 
by terrorists. Remember this, that the Bucks went into Phoenix, won 123 to 119. The Phoenix Suns got mollywopped after the first quarter. It was a 20-point swing that went badly after the first quarter. So, gentlemen, I will give you the floor, and I will step back and hope that my bookie did not receive my bet for the Phoenix Suns. Yes. You, you know, it... I was going to, but thank God I forgot to push the button. My, my phone went out, and then I didn't, I didn't get the other bank account. Kudos yeah, to you. Know. Kudos to my phone. Kudos to my phone for. Hey, have you ever had a phone that you have to cut off to charge? Ever? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've, I've, I've had a phone. You you couldn't charge on certain days. It just wouldn't charge on Thursday. That was your cord. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm imagining that's probably what the Phoenix Suns coach told them in the locker room. Ooh, cut, um, the court. cut the court. It looked like the Too Goon much. Squad jumped out and beat all over the Looney Squad. Um, I don't go there, okay? Because the first quarter, I was just like, oh, man, Phoenix got this, man. I could turn mm -hmm. this thing off. After the first quarter, I said, I can turn this game off. This is Phoenix all the way. And, yeah, I don't know what happened after that. Then came halftime, and um, Dom James. It came the second quarter. It yeah. came the second quarter. Yeah. I mean, that surged back from 16 down. I yeah. thought, like you said, Rich, they were dead. I said they pushed and got it to eight. I said, okay, the sun's going to reel this thing back in. And then it was just too much Drew Holiday. It was just too much Chris Middleton. And Giannis was like saying, no, I, we're, we're not losing this one. Uh, this was just the Bucks overpowering the Suns. That's basically what Devin Booker had a great night, but they were just too much. It looked like the varsity playing against the Frost Off. You know how the Frost Off gets going every once in a while, they'll score a touchdown early. You know what I'm saying? And they get to talking, the high fiving the sophomores. And then the next thing you know, the varsity starts putting the whipping on them and they score the next <laughs> the next four touchdowns. That's basically what this was. It was yeah. varsity against the Frost Off, and the Frost Off was talking trash and they got smacked beside the head. Yeah, how about the energy of the Bucks has been consistent for yeah. the whole series. They have come out being aggressive, playing like this is the finals, and tomorrow is not an option. And Phoenix, yeah. for the first two games, have had answers. They've hit big buckets. They've hit shots. They've had plays come up when they needed to. They have not seen that ever since game two. And I thought that game five, in their home, they would find a way – to make it happen. And like you said, for the first quarter, it was there. I says, oh man, this is this is a wrap. You know, like we said in the last in the last show, it's like neither team can seem to get the rhythm on somebody else's home court. But something happened in pretty much when Devin Booker went out in the second quarter and Milwaukee never looked back. And that's what they needed to do. That's what you have to do. They got contributions from Holiday Middleton and uh, even Connaughton, they just it wasn't all about Giannis. There was a team effort, they handled business. You know, Rich, you were absolutely right about that. When Devin Booker went off the floor, the Bucks were plus 16 when he mm -hmm. wasn't on the floor. So his his presence was just the thing that the 
Suns needed, but they could not deal without him being on the floor. You know, what was amazing to me was when the Bucs went on that 7-0 run, midway through that second quarter, there was no answer by the Phoenix Suns. Absolutely no answer to it. I've never seen a turnaround like that where it looked like a team was dead in one quarter and then in the next quarter completely revived. It was like they switched sides, like they changed jerseys, and all of a sudden the Suns couldn't find a basket anymore, and the Bucks were just on a tear. And like to, you, to your point, Rich, then the Bucks stayed on a tear. After that, it was Katie Martador. They were trying to come in. It was Frankenstein sitting up in there, and the Towns folks had pitchforks and, and, and fire because – the Suns looked like at some point in time, even though they pushed back in the fourth quarter, like they really didn't want anymore. Um, where was DeAndre Ayton? Did, did he show up? Was he there? He had the most quietest 2010 game ever. I mean, yeah. you're going to look at the stats. Oh, he scored 20 points and 10 rebounds. But I, I, I question how he got that there. Because I'm watching, especially in the third and fourth quarter, it's like, like, hey, guy, um, you're the biggest thing on the court. Push the ball. They're giving you the ball. Get in there. Draw fouls. Do something. Make a presence. I understand you had a heavy accomplish, uh, heavy job. Your job was to guard Giannis. And I think that was not a good call, but he did do it. He did decent. He handled his own to a certain extent. But offensively, where were you? Where were you? Overall on the paint, where were you overall with rebounds? Just grabbing 10 boards and 10 meaningless rebounds, and it seemed like you had 20 meaningless points. It's like you're the best, you're the best big guy on the floor right now. We expect you to play like the best big guy out there, and he didn't do that. To your point, Rich, and Giannis hit DeAndre Aiden with an elbow in the last game, and he get looked like he said, Oh. This is a grown man I'm playing against right now. I'm used to being bigger than all the other guys, and I just don't really want any more part of him. And you saw him shrink away. You really did. Giannis, Giannis is that guy. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you're not going to come get in this fight with Giannis, he's like one of them super soldiers. You know, he don't get hurt. They put a bionic knee back on him, and he went back out there again. And he's like, you're going to fight. We are going to fight to death. That's basically what we're going to do. If you're not prepared to die, you're going to lose. And DeAndre Ayton said, I don't want no parts of this. You know, yeah. and, and basically that's what he looked like. I, I totally agree with the, with the process. Give Giannis that 18-foot jumper. He's not going to hit it the whole game. Absolutely. Agreed with he ain't going to hit it. But at the same time, when that ball comes off of the rim, you got to be there to get that ball. He wasn't there. Yeah. Well, you know who else wasn't there. Nobody else on the Phoenix Sun after the first quarter. And if you are a, if you are a fan of the great arts of basketball movies, one of the greatest movies that you've ever seen in your lifetime is probably Space Jam. But if you haven't seen it in your lifetime, maybe you need to see Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. Because it was like Al G. Rhythm went and took the whole team and it was a terrible showing for Phoenix. Thank God that my bookie is not around. Because if he were, I would have lost tremendous amounts of coinage on Phoenix. You have a center who is not a center anymore. You have a Two guard, this is not a two guard. And your point guard 
is a retired AARP member. This is what you have. This is where it's going. This is where it's gone. And you know the person leading the charge against all of these is not Giannis. It is not all of the other little people around him. It is Bobby Portis. That's right, Chicago Bulls. Bobby Portis is out there smashing Absolutely. and crashing, doing things to Suns players that should be unconstitutional and is against laws of the celestial beings. It's wrong, and it's more happening. To, more to my point about Aiden, when you're looking at Bobby Portis down on the post, grabbing his own offensive rebound over Aiden, and then flexing. Oh! Afterwards, it's like, dude, yeah, um, yeah, that's that. Those are rebounds you got to get. You know, it was it was just bully ball. If you looked up, you saw Giannis bully ball. Then you saw Drew Holiday bully ball. Bully then you ball. saw Tucker bully ball. Then you saw you saw the 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 before he can't. It's not good enough to play for the Chicago Bulls, but now he's going to win a championship player that I'm not going to mention now because I'm going to get mad. I'm going to say his name anyway. Bobby Portis, bully ball. And that's what you just saw. You saw a bunch of guys that you will walk down the alley with. You know, I've walked down the alley with any of them guys. Chris Tucker, any of them guys. Come on down. Come on with me. And the Suns just weren't ready for it. They just weren't ready to get beat up. I will ask this question. Was was Chris Middleton in Space Jam 2? No, I don't think so. If Man. he was, he was a monster we didn't know. He should have because, oh, my God, he was selling some fouls that I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, he was hit like 10 seconds afterwards, and then he fucked to the ground after Chris Paul uh, inadvertently hit him uh, towards the cheek, and he fell down about five seconds later, and the ref called him. I said, oh, boy. Oh, yeah, that was bad. He wasn't like LeBron, you know. LeBron would would uh, shake it off right after the foul and be like, "Oh, okay, I'm all right." Yeah, wink to you, man. Middleton was <laughs> that foul for the entire rest of the quarter. I was like, "Dude, it's over. You don't have to sell it no more, dude." <laughs> but man, I would like sign him up for the next Space Jam three for real. Mm, that might be a good idea. You know what else might be a good idea, gentlemen? I think we need to break the monotony of all this hardcore Suns talk that has gotten me a little bit sad and out of control. No, I wasn't going to finish the rhyme. Because, wow. Well, you know, I can't rhyme like the note. Look, it, let me ask this question. Is it sacrilegious to have a character called the Notorious P.I.G.? Hey, you know what I'm saying? If it works, uh, is his state getting paid? He is actually a P.I.G. <laughs> I don't, what is this thing getting paid? I'm just gonna say yeah, it could right. be picky smalls. I think it's sacrilegious. <laughs> so let's get ready to give the people a little hot five in five. All right, fellas. Yo, man, it is going down. Red Sox manager Alex Cora pulls his team off the field after Yankees fan throws a ball at one of his players. He said, I'm not taking it. Yeah. You're not going to do it. And I'm out of here, Jack. Not going to have it. 
All right, one of my shawties who's coaching one of the teams that I like. I love Don Staley, and everybody else loves her too. But right now, maybe the U.S. basketball oh. team doesn't love her that much. <laughs> They're trying to find a feel-good game after two <laughs> serious losses and against a uh, Nigeria team. They're trying to get in something. Maybe USA basketball oh, just does not want to play in the Olympics. It is bad. It is terrible. Hey man, look. Wait, 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 hold it. Go for it. Wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. Both these teams, look, here comes some help early because the great Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton are on the way. But uh, both these teams look like trash, okay? Mm. Australia Australia whooped their behind. Mm-hmm. Australia whoop there behind. And there's no have you ever seen a USA basketball team that had the pros in it look as bad as this team looks right now with they, Greg Popovich? They are still going to go for gold. There's no miracle. Gold. They're going to go. There's no miracle. There is a miracle. There's a miracle. There's no miracle. Let me tell They're you something. There's no way you're gonna sit here and tell me yeah. that Greg Popovich, the greatest coach. Ever. They might not medal. Allow their team not to not to medal. Nah, they might. Not. They might not medal. You all. You already got. You already got the Slim Reaper over there. You already got offense over there, Tatum. You already got it over there. Oh, are we okay? So is Devin Booker the answer? No. Is, is, is no. he? Is, is, he, is that is that who's gonna take him over the top? No, because you only got three guys coming. You got Holiday coming, Middleton. Look, they just signed JaVel McGee. JaVel McGee is coming to the play for the USA. All the right. Answer, so now baby. we go have that the, answer. Now we go have now we go no. have he's gonna be on Shaq and the Fool. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. They are going to medal. Well, who's not going to meddle is Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin, now as a report comes out from former Jackson Jaguar Rams, Jalen Ramsey, who offers a blunt admission that says they just didn't like Tom Coughlin. They didn't like him like USA Basketball doesn't like winning. Stop it. Wow. You stop it now. I guess the you, obvious you. story to talk about would be Richard Sherman at this point. Oh. Uh, oh, but there's a far greater story. I'm going to pull up the punches. I'm not going to go for the low-hanging fruit. What I'm going to go for is... we got to talk I'm, about Richard Sherman eventually. No, no. we got to talk about Jay's man. We've got to give all credit and all kudos to... Oh. <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady played a whole season on a torn up knee. Let me tell you something. There are Bears players who played a whole season with no injuries and couldn't do what Tom Brady did. But he was beaten by the Chicago Bears. So, gentlemen, Tom Brady is probably, I don't know if you could say is, but might might be the greatest uh, Tampa Bay Buck ever, but playing the whole season the greatest. on the 2020 season with a torn MCL <laughs> could spell trouble for the Bucks under the NFL policy ruling, and that is yeah. your sizzle hot five and Wait, five. Yes. So sir. you mean to tell me in a game, a full contact sport game where mm-hmm. people get hurt all the time? It's it's not you're not supposed to play hurt. No, what it is is that they never reported that he was hurt. Mm-hmm. 
the whole season. He was hurt early in the year, and you're required to report injuries, whether it says your lower extremity injury. You don't have to be specific, but you have to say he's injured. And they never said that he was injured. So you wonder, I mean, not that it makes not that it makes that big of a difference that he wasn't going to play or not, but um, it's interesting that they just didn't report it. They're like, okay, you know, he's Tom Brady. No, nah, he wait, said, wait, don't wait, tell wait. you we're not going to tell you. That's right. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I clearly remember that almost every week Tom Brady had the questionable tag on him, though. Yes, he did. Yeah, but he did, but it wasn't for his knee. No, it was for what restaurant he was going out to whenever he was in your town. It was questionable what restaurants were even open during the season so he could go to it. So, yeah. Tom Brady's like, like 500 years old. I mean, what, what's the problem? You're going to be hurt. What? 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 Well, TB12, man. Eat, eat the candy bars, drink the shakes, bro. Either we will find out in coming days or weeks that Tom Brady is either Thanos or he is King the Conqueror. One of the two will find out that he's a time traveler who has done this before or in multiple time universes. Traveler. There are multiple Tom Brady. Highlander. Yes. No, Tom Brady is a daywalking vampire. That's what he is. Wow. He's a daywalker. I mean, look at him. He still looks like he's in his 20s. He looks great. Better than he looked in his 20s. Have you seen him? Yeah. He was on the shop. Look, man, that strikingly handsome young man. I said, who is that fellow there? I want to listen to what he's saying. Yeah, that's Tom Brady now. Yeah, he's. He's he's he's, he's the only man that probably looks better than both of his his wives. That's uh, I'm not gonna say all that. Well, I don't know. He ain't that fine. Well, he's getting wow. Okay, but let me tell you something. If he plays another five years, he will be that fine. If he plays another five years, he is Benjamin Buttons. Tom Brady could possibly play another four seasons. Listen, he almost Brady, fifty by the time he retires. Tom Brady better better play it quits after this season. Better. Oh no, I don't think so. That's not gonna yes. happen. He's done. No, he should have left. He's, this got, season. he's got three more. He's got what three more. more Dude. Do you have to prove you were already considered the greatest. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. Ah, get out of here. He's he's he, still crying tears. Whatever. He better be done after <laughs> this year. You know who's going to really be done after this year if he keeps playing this way is Chris Paul. And so as a wrap, gentlemen, we're going to wrap up with this Phoenix Suns um, epitaph as we get ready to send them to the cremation chair on Tuesday. Wow. Wow. This game. Yes. I um, Unless there's someone who can come in and steal Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Bobby Portis, along with Brooke Lopez, and anybody else, Drew Holiday, Connington, um, the water boy, the basketball official, anybody they want to steal. I see no way that Phoenix is going to win at Milwaukee on Tuesday. You gentlemen have two minutes to prove me wrong. Go ahead. Oh, I'm not going to prove you wrong in that. I think Giannis is going to be going over there and knocking on the Phoenix Suns doors at home before they come to Milwaukee talking about, don't show up, man. Don't show up. Three o'clock on the playground. <laughs> we go knuckle up. Giannis is just going to play straight bully ball. They're in Milwaukee. This is a wrap. 
this is over with. Giannis is going to score 85 points and they're all going to be in the paint. You know what I'm saying? Giannis is just Giannis is going to be full bully ball. It's going to get boring because they're going to dump it down to Giannis. He's going to have eight people draped over him and he's still going to dump. Did you see that dunk in the in the back end, that lob? Nobody, nobody catches that lob other than him, other than LeBron and Giannis. There's only two people who catch that lob and dunk that ball like that. And LeBron don't catch that crazy. lob. No, okay. No. I mean, All right. Yeah. Well, let me ask this question, Rich Sizzle. Is Giannis the greatest thing since young man LeBron James? I'm not talking about old man LeBron James. I'm talking about young man LeBron James. Is Giannis yeah. actually a Wakandan? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Listen to me. I'm going to break this down to you, okay? What Giannis has accomplished right now has will eclipse LeBron James and his legacy, and I kid you not. Giannis has taken a team that everybody scratched off last year and says Giannis needs to, needs to break camp. He needs to go to Milwaukee. He needs to, I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. He needs to go to Golden State. He needs to go somewhere else because he cannot win a championship in Milwaukee. Granted, he's a defensive player of the year. He's the most valuable player of the year. He's unstoppable. He does this. No, he can't shoot and hit a 20-foot uh, uh, shot, but he can do everything else. Giannis proved everybody wrong. Now, Rich, Rich, right quick before we go. With nobody there, okay? No big names. Middleton is not a big name person. Neither is Holiday. And here he is getting ready to climb Mount Olympus of the NBA by himself. Something that no other NBA player in this game can say they have done. Now, I like what you're saying here, Rich, but let's look at this now. Is Giannis this great of a player, or is he playing against subpar competition? We know the Suns have backed into this championship. All three teams that Chris Paul played against, their major players were injured. And we also see that Giannis is injured also. Would he look this good against a Lakers-led, I mean, a LeBron James-led Lakers team? Would he look this good against the other teams who are at the top of the West? We don't know. Oh, no. Would he even gotten to the finals if these other guys weren't hurt? What I think we're seeing is the collapse of Chris Paul. I think we see Chris Paul that the spotlight's too hot on him, and he's melting down. Because had he not fallen apart in game four, they could have possibly won that one. And if he had, look, Chris Paul had like eight points by the half. And then you didn't see he went away in the second half. They took him away. If Chris Paul gives you any form of a Chris Paul-like game, the Bucks don't have that big run in the middle of the second quarter. They hold him off and possibly win this game by three or four points. Chris Paul is melting. He looks like the Wicked Witch over there that got the water poured on her and goes, I'm melting, I'm melting. You know, because we do know pressure will break a pipe and it looked like Chris Paul's pipe is broke. That may be so. However, Giannis has stayed consistent all the way through the playoffs. He has been that dude. He has put the pressure on. He has made the plays when yeah, needed. Absolutely. He has played. He even played hurt. 
There was no – he wasn't even expected yeah. to play game one, but he came out there and played. He has done absolutely job, as you guys so yeah. eloquently put. He does his job and has been doing it. And then, like I says, what other player can you say in this era has taken his team, has led his team, a team of nobodies, to the championship one? None. Mm. Lies. LeBron. Old man LeBron has done it, and he did it last year. He drug a group of has-beens and nobodies and, and Anthony's Davis' ridiculous unibrow. He drug them to championship glory over the brutish. Did, did he win Jimmy one at Cleveland? No. Before, before, before Kyrie Irving was Kyrie Irving? No. The devil is a lie. You guys ain't going to know that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, he, had to, he had to win a championship with an already championship winning Miami team. He had to yeah. wait for Kyrie and go grab Kevin Love. And then he, remember when he was in L.A. by himself, couldn't win nothing, had to wait for Anthony Davis to get there. Yeah. So, no, as of right now, Giannis is the best player in the NBA, hands down. Do not <laughs> Not wow. mm. Well, let me say this as we get ready to wrap. We do know this in NBA history. No team has ever done, and, and very few teams outside of the Tampa Bay Bucks are able to do a worst team to first team. And we know that the Bucks for the past four years have been making slow progressions, movements towards the championship. So this year for Phoenix Suns, who just got there by happenstance, this is where they are now. They're facing elimination. They will have to play the game of their proverbial professional career to win Absolutely. Tuesday in Milwaukee. But let me say this. As we mentioned things that, that frightened you. As a child, I used to watch The Price is Right. Nice segue. With <laughs> Nene. He just out of left field. Hey, just mentioning bad things need to happen to you at night. Nene and I used to watch Prices Right. Bob Barker scare you on the Prices Right. It wasn't Bob Barker. It was the game they played where they had the little mountain man, and he would go up the hill, and he was yes, he would go, he would go up the hill, and he make this little move. And it freaked me out as a child. I was totally and completely freaked out by it. That is what Giannis is now. He is a freak of nature that keeps going up the hill. We keep saying Giannis can't win this game. No, he can't do that. And he keeps steadily going up that hill until now he's at the yodel top. And I don't think he's going to fall off. I really don't. Gentlemen, I'm just saying that I don't think he's going to fall off. No, it's not I was just about, about to say, <laughs> if if the if the Suns can figure out how to win this game, this game six, this is going to be an epic game seven. This is going to be one for the one for the for the ages because I think it's just going to be a battle royale because because this is where Chris Paul's NBA basketball life. If he doesn't win this championship, which it looks like he's not going to, but we said that, you know, we, you know, we, we we said before they might pull one off. But if Chris Paul doesn't win this, it's over with. I mean, let's let's ask a question though, right quick. I know we get ready to go. 
is Chris Paul this great or is this or Chris Paul not great enough? You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's been on a lot of good teams with a lot of good players and he really ain't really sniffed deep into the playoffs before. And all of a sudden now it's first time in the finals and we see that he's really – he had one good game that first game. Well, the first game or second game he played all out. He played great. And after that, you put a little heat on him and uh, he needs Jake for um, the State Farm out there to get this guy off of him. But is this a guy who's just not good enough to win – when the lights are on him. And I'm, I'm about to say it could be. I'm not saying he's dead yet, but, you know, they are starting to nail his coffin clothes. So, I don't know. Maybe Chris Ball is not one of the greatest. He is not the point guard. I think Chris Ball is not great enough to uh, answer your question. And quite simply, I, I was a little upset when I started watching certain analysts talk about Chris Paul. There was one analyst, Nick Wright, but Chris Paul is the fifth all-time point guard of all time. And I said, Oh, no, absolutely not. Dude, you're higher than a giraffe right now. Absolutely not, yeah. But, no, Chris Paul is that dude, but he's a victim of circumstance. I mean, you're coming up against X factors all over the place. Like you said, the question would be, do they get past the Lakers with a healthy Anthony Davis? We don't right. know, but there's don't a think so. doesn't. And what what I said before, the X factor in this series has always been Chris Middleton. He seems to have found his stride. Yeah. Now he can't yeah. he can't play a game where he doesn't get at least twenty five points. And I said that if he scores twenty five points or more in the game, the game is Milwaukee's. So what Milwaukee needs to figure out is how to stop him. I mean. Giannis, there's no answer for him. They tried. There, it isn't there. But there's four other players on on the floor, so you may not be able to, to to cool him down. But it's the other players that are also stepping up, doing what they need to do, and they have no answer for. They well, I tell you who no has one. an answer. Absolutely right. I yeah, I tell you who has an answer. Jake from State Farm, because obviously Chris oh, Paul really? has not gotten the script. He is not better than Sabrina Iesco. And at the end of this finals, he's going to turn into a basketball. That's it. That is the prediction. <laughs> that is it. Gentlemen, we have come to the end of the road where we're talking about this yeah. foolishness that's getting ready to just sing it. I'm sorry. I was having a moment. And, and I, I can't can let you go. score the ball. It's a natural. I thought the ball belonged to me, but I gave it to you. Oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, no, answer to Kapupo. It's chasing me again. Do you, see how, do you see how fast he can run? Do you see how fast he can run? Like he yes. can people down and, and block stuff at the rim. You because can, he has a That's Wakanda. a guy you can never get rid you can get run. You can you can get away from him. I wonder, I wonder what his forty time is because that guy could run. Obviously, he's not a part of this Antetokounmpo thing. He's already at forty. What are you talking about? I'm just telling you, man. Neither of his brothers are like four or five and a forty skilled at all. I think he was given to his parents as an extraterrestrial at birth. <laughs> Shachala, <laughs> yes, so that he could take over the Came NBA. <laughs> None in this world will be greater know, than thee. Right. Yeah, well, as we how, see it. How great. 
How great is how great of a basketball player he is that he's got his brother on the team, and I don't even know why he's on there. Yeah, <laughs> one of them just signed overseas. Just like I'm not doing this NBA thing anymore. So you know, at this point, I don't know, but yeah, I do know this. Like, did your brothers get drafted because of you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's of like, possibly. Of course. Of course. I, I, I question if both of his brothers have played more time in the entire season than Giannis has played in one game. Well, we'll find out next season when the Bulls probably end up not. signing one of them. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. They're going to draft them. <laughs> Again. With the, with the eighth pick, the Chicago Bulls take a an Antetokounmpo cousin who's never played <laughs> basketball before. Cousin Tupuko. <laughs> Is drafted by the Bulls with the 14th pick yeah. in the 18th round. It can happen. Oh God. Is it time for the Bears yet? Are the Bears going to be good this year, y'all? You think so? Hey, man, I just heard that Justin Fields has almost a photographic memory and is able to remember plays without having them wow. called again. He knows where people are Let's supposed to be positioned so. and where they will go. But he still plays for Matt Nagy, so you probably won't see him until the end of the year. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here in the building. Listen, if you have not liked, subscribed, and shared, make sure that you do so. Hit the button. Make sure that you go boop. And now you will get the notifications of everything that we're bringing to you. All this hot content, it comes to you at one time. And if you need to find us, make sure that you find us at Iron Skillet Sports. That's all you have to do. Type it in. We're everywhere you need to be. Gentlemen, this has been a wonderful night. I am glad that we were able to do this. I'm even sadder. I'm so glad we had this time together just I'm, to have a laugh or sing a song. What do they do? They always tweak their nose and they pull their earlobe or they do something like that, don't they? Did you have to end the the show talking about the Bears, though? Dude. Yes, because you know so it's happy hour. This? It's like happy hour with the Bears. But You know I what's mean, so bad about it with the Bears right now is that we're going to be all geeked up with Justin Fields, hit the field, and just, and just to your point, Greg, we're going to look up, and Matt Nagy is going to have him running some offense from Foster Middle School <laughs> in, in Midwest Virginia because he likes their playbook. <laughs> he's gonna, you know what I'm saying? Go have him play a middle linebacker on offense just because oh. he thinks that's a new. Reason. He's going to have him run the Wildcat. I, I can see Wildcat. it now. He's going to be the new fullback for the Bears. I can, yeah. I can see it. They're going to run out Andy Dalton. And wait a minute, is that Justin Fields is coming onto the field? Damn it! Is he gonna be a fullback? Wait a minute, he's coming on the field and he's wearing like number 72. They're gonna start him at left tackle. There is at least a little bit of defensive hope. I mean, your boy Goldman, he finally showed up. Well, yeah, you know, he's man. He's, he's In the great words it. of Jalen Smith. It All I need is hope. Whether yeah. or not he was going to show up. I mean. Yeah. The, the, wife, the wife told him, you better get out there. It I was got, questionable got if he had <laughs> enough money to pay his comed and his house and Absolutely. his condo. That's what was the questionable. Wife, the wife was like, uh, did you see the Nipsco bill? <laughs> and you bought a new PlayStation 5? You better get on out there. Have at it. He got a PS5? I'm sure they. I want to be those. I want to be those guys. You know what? I, I, I want a PS5, man. I think they're about eight thousand dollars right now. 
Okay, at this point, we are lobbying all of our listeners. Those of you who would like to make a donation to Jay Sizzle getting a PS5, please make sure that you are donating. If you have an old PS5 that you're not using anymore, please make sure that you forward it over to Jay Sizzle so that he is able to play Gran Turismo and his life can be happy. Because if not, you're going to have to hear this all season. Please. Look how sad look how sad this is. Look how sad. It's just so sad right now. I like the you know, first PlayStation remote. He's even a, a PlayStation 3 remote because I refused to buy the PlayStation 4 because I was waiting for the PlayStation 5 so I could play Grand Turismo Sport. And now it's cost eight million dollars. You still can't get one. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's the sizzle here on Iron Skillet Radio, Iron Skillet Television. And after that foolishness, my friend, we will see you on the other side. Yes, five. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports. And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports. <laughs>